Hours, yeah, like an hour live. So Milk said it wasn't true that she didn't want to kill people or didn't know exactly how, and they give very vivid descriptions on why you can't kill a person a certain way. Those victims not personal. They found themselves in the basement. They walked into the basement on their own. That was their choice. I asked them if they wanted to see something cool. They said, "Yeah." They came down there with their own volition. Yes, but they, the death, death part of that. It was consensual. That. Then you, that's the Slayer clothes, right? Or no, no, no. That's that's a different thing. That's uh, that's assisted suicide then. Like that for uh, cannibalism. That's the Slayer. I think is like uh, for inheritance things like that. You killed somebody, but what I'm talking about is you. That's just assisted suicide if you help somebody kill themselves. Yeah. Well, that that's the illegal part. Actually Previously, last it's week, because just... uh, we didn't kill ourselves it's on Cock Die. You were the heroes typical race. had their arms twisted into a race whose racers they immediately set about taking out the competition. It was a wild ride around the Infernal Dragon Turtle with Adrian using the Keyblade Axe to bamf out ahead and hold the lead and win the Formula... the, the Flamula 1 race. What were the winnings for that race? Join them as uh, your friends and the crowd rushes around the finish line as they see Adrian round the final bend and cross the checkered line. At this point, Adrian, you see just like a whole mess of people like running up to you. Obatal is there. She's bringing like a big pile of money. Taking the After a few minutes, you can hear the Adria, the crowd just shouting, Adrian! 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 <laughs> From behind you, um, the rest of the racers finish up the race. Um, you saw earlier uh, Swifty, like, pass by. He came in second, uh, just kept moving. He is actually um, returning, and it looks like he has a big, shiny, golden trophy, about the size of him, um, on the back of his bike. Oh, okay. And he kind of, like, pulls up and stops in front of you guys.
So yeah, at this point, um, Swifty like looks over and sees Obotala getting entirely too friendly with Verbus, and uh, then comes up to you with this giant trophy. Well, you won fair and square. It's been a while since anyone's taken the title from me, but damn it, you're the fastest in Avernus. And he hands the uh, giant golden trophy over to you. Does it look like it holds any monetary value? Yes, actually. You look it over, and as soon as you touch it, you feel the screaming of a hundred souls. It looks like this was made of melted-down soul coins, and... Uh, It's a kind of in the shape of like um like a flame that's not moving. It's just like a big golden flame. Oh, that's pretty cool. Now don't get too comfortable with that. I'll be expecting it back next year. Uh no. And he gets on his bike and kinda of like uh does a wheelie and takes off. He's not getting this back. At this point, uh, Y and um, Sherlock Croc like come by across the finish line and see you there, like get mobbed on by a whole bunch of people, still kind of shouting, shouting and screaming. Eventually, um, you recognize a familiar face as Gilmore pushes his way through the crowd. He's pretty excited. Well, congratulations, that was quite a race. Goodness. It was very... How do I put it? I, I was very underwhelmed. What? You were underwhelmed? That was quite the spectacle for us in the stadium. Oh my goodness. You see, a bit of a droll affair for us. Swifty usually wins every year. I tell you, we're just happy to see him lose. Thanks for taking it to him. Yeah, Swifty was a... Uh, he's not the greatest fellow. I don't see why anybody even let him win, Jesus. Well, I don't think they were letting him win. I believe he won on his own merit. Well, no one broke his legs beforehand. You broke his... Well, I can't argue with no, your strategy. Hey, no, if you want to win, I'm saying you got to do whatever you need to to win. That doesn't seem like a problem to me, but... I mean, I... hypothetically, if anybody wanted to break his legs, they could have. Oh, I'm sure many people wanted to break his legs. He's been a champion of a furnace here for about... Oh, see, when did they start holding this race? About ten years ago? Yeah, he's been in victory here for a long time. It doesn't seem like he's all that good in a fight. I can see why he tries to... And make up for it in races. Well, you know how these types are. They find a turf and they defend it jealously. As this particular white dragon, Swifty and Obatala, they have, well, you know, big fish in a small pond, as it were. I mean, there's such heavy hitters here in Avernus. You gotta, well, you gotta pick your niche.
Well, now that that's over, uh, back to finding the people who are hunting down Gilmore's. Oh, thank you for doing that. I appreciate you taking on that assignment. As I was saying, you're probably going to want to head to Belly as some method of reaching out to the alternate Gilmore. I myself, I myself, while I am familiar with this Gilmore, I've lost contact and I haven't been able to find a way to get out there. So please contact Bell and ask him to ask him for any information and if he can help you reach the Gilmore who's in trouble. I assume you'll be staying here then? Oh goodness, yes. I have to mind the shop. You can't just, like, make another one of yourself and, like, leave it? Oh, well, uh, I suppose there is some way I could hire out uh, someone to mind the shop for me, but it is, uh, you know, now on second thought, I couldn't do that. There's just so many valuable things inside my particular establishment, and I don't know if I can trust anyone on such short notice. No, no. I would appreciate it if you handled this yourself. I, I must remain here in the Wandering Emporium to make sure that, well, a number of the orders go through. But, seeing uh, as... Well, I guess that's to be expected. While we're gone, can you do me a small favor? Sure, ask away. If you can find either the spell itself or someone who can cast it uh, for clone. Find, and he takes out a piece of paper, uh, like a little notebook, and starts jotting down a note. Find an individual clone spell, right? So I believe I uh, know. Sure, I can find someone. It's not something. That'd probably be a necromancer. Oh goodness! Oh well, thank you. I'm not familiar with this kind of magic, but I think I'll be able to find someone. And there's got to be someone here in Avernus who knows something about this necromantic magic. I'll put in a request. Great. At this point, um, Sherlock Croc, like, pulls up, uh, the, uh, flying machine, steps out. Hey, what's going on, guys? Where are we going? <laughs> what is the voice you gave him, Jesus Christ? What? What are you talking about? This is my normal voice. Sherlock Croc's on the case. No. I'm just gonna stay on Viribus. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, like I said, what was the uh, winnings for the uh, race? So the uh, trophy, you figure, has some kind of monetary value. It's like the uh, yellow shirt. I don't know why I brought that, brought that up as an example. But yeah, it's the uh, iconic uh, symbol of the Flamula One race. You also... Um, like, as, uh, as you're on Veribus, uh, Obatala comes up with just a fat stack of money. Big old bag. Uh, she's a little bit bent over by it. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, wait. Hold on. She had, uh, yeah, now I remember. 
Well, no. ain't this one no. such an attractive, strong beast? Oh my, his muscles are as hard as steel and just wound be as tight gone, as gone, Oh my, don't tell, don't be mean to me like that, honey. Now, you're the winner, Flamula One. Don't you feel honor and pride in that? And she like starts to massage Veribus like a prize stallion. She's gonna like, like he's gonna smack her hand away. Oh, my feisty one, dear me. Uh, but these here are your winnings uh, for Flame Yellow One. Uh, you are the champion for one year, and this is your prize. And she um, takes off the, like, massive backpack sack, and there's a thousand soul coins in there. Cool, I can pay for more therapy. I'm rich, I can fix my problems. Yeah. Or more wine. I'm, I'm kind of running low on that, so I might want to, might want to get more wine. I'd say contact Madi for uh, some good wine, but he, um, nah, nah, he's not one to hold a grudge. It'll be fine. Yeah, it'll be fine. Fine. Yeah. Can I also get Veribus like some really nice food? All right, no problem. We'll say, um, you guys have a little bit of a moment here to restock, refuel after the race. You mill about town. Uh, what are you buying for Veribus? Just, uh, how many days worth of food? Uh, a lot. But I, like, do they have, like, a Vernus version of steaks? Tr uh, yeah, they're called Trump steaks. Ha, <laughs> great. Uh, yeah, you can find some Trump steaks at the uh, Infernal Rapture. You notice that uh, the jovial host that usually is here is uh, not present. Oh, dang. That guy was kind of suspicious, though. I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to find a table somewhere, bring Veribus inside, let him eat. I had originally got him some mad cats, but I don't know what happened to the remaining ones. So he'll he'll just have to eat steak. You can see him falling over each other as um, Sherlock Croc takes the hovercraft by and they see Veribus and kind of like, oh my god, that's the guy, that's the guy, and jump away. Dang. I'll have to go back to like Mad Maggie or something. Those, those things really, you know, keep him going for a couple days. A lot of sustenance, so much nutrition in those madcaps. Really? But yeah, uh, you walk back into Infernal Rapture and uh, the space adjusts itself around you and you just see like an entire corner of these delicious marbled red meats for Veribus. He kind of trots over, starts helping himself. Good on him. He deserves it. Also, let uh, Aubrey Chops eat too. Slobber Chips uh, starts like wandering around the Infernal Rapture. Doesn't pick up any of the meat, but eventually sees like a big fatty rat and jumps on it. Doesn't kill it. Oh, God. Jumps on it again. 
I have a psychopath. I'll, I'll get some some nice cheese for uh the the rat. I appreciate it. Thanks a lot. I haven't had a good meal since I've been down here. Nom, 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 nom. Yeah, I'd be like that sometimes. How it goes. Now I understand, but hey, appreciate it when you get it. Am I right? Am I right? Come on. Why must you die? Oh, ball jazz. Sorry, I missed that. What was that? Yeah, can I just feed... Does the vampire eat regular food? Uh, Jandar Sunstrider um, wanders in for a little bit. Um, after a little bit, he, uh, I guess he wasn't with your group, but yeah, you, you find him uh, I eventually. I had him around as a bat, so... Yeah, alright. So, um, yeah, he's in there and that... Um, He's like glancing around, unsure, like trepidatiously, and he's like, uh, "Can I get a glass of blood, please?" And just like a waiter in a smartly dressed tuxedo comes over with um, one of those trays and a single glass of wine on it. <laughs> Very fancy. A couple of pleasant moments pass in the Infernal Rapture, and you gain the benefits of a hero's feast. Why, if you're in here as well, you also gain the benefit of a hero's feast, uh, consuming whatever delicious treats come to your mind. They kind of apparate in the air around you, uh, zooming in and out as they come into existence. You cut out for a second there with you. What? Y'all gain the benefits of a hero's feast as you enjoy your meal in the Infernal Rapture. You're gonna need it. And it is in this pleasant red velvet atmosphere that you guys discuss your next move be amongst yourselves. Like health for heroes, please. How's your health doing? Are you missing any? No, it increases my maximum, so. That's right. For 24 hours. Cool. 
Yeah, it's a nice spot. So far, Vernon hasn't been that hell-like. Yeah, you gotta know the right spots. I'll say you guys are definitely making the most of it. Even though we've kind of derailed the entirety of the campaign. Hey, nothing's lost yet. But yeah, Sherlock Croc, um, like, tips back another bottle of wine. Oh, man. All right, so, um, yeah, we're going to help out that Gilmore guy, right? Uh, should we head over to Bell's Forge, or was that where he was telling us to go? I believe it was. Why do we got to go there? Who's Bell? Somebody Gilmore knows. Guess so. I'm no, I mean, I never heard of the guy. Didn't you live down here? Look, I may be a detective, but I'm not omnipotent, all right? Dang, detective's mad useless. Well, hey, come on. I got my uh, junior badge detective agency from um, the cereal box, and I think that pretty much qualifies as me to watch people without their consent. Wow. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, uh. Alright, right, that I'll was not the I had on me. There was also a baby dragon that I stole. Ooh, and yeah, he uh, kind of like jumps out of your satchel and heads over to Verabus and starts uh, eating some of the, uh, well, an impressive amount of uh, the piles of meat. Dang, he's eating a lot. Yeah, I have you to can put tell. it back. He's a young, growing dragon, so he's got a lot. You're like, hold on, how does he put? How does he eat that much meat? He's not that big. Where is he putting it? Weird. There's a dark hole that one. Okay. <sighs> and uh, so Sherlock, go ahead. Should be all of the animals, I think, possibly. All pets are well fed. And uh, after a moment or two, uh, Sherlock Croc finishes off the bottle of wine, stands up. Uh, well, uh, always appreciate my visits here to the Infernal Rapture. I'll meet you guys in the ship. And he walks out. He, he's going to drive drunk. That's, I that's always drive drunk, quick. never driving sober. Oh, no, that's illegal. Not in hell. Hey. What if someone gets killed? Oh, no, I know. What if someone dies? <laughs> Good one. Ah. He grabs like uh, a toothpick on his way out and starts picking his teeth. Dang. Big smile. Bro, like, why has been quiet for 20 minutes? I think he's dead. Nah, it's just not to say. Oh god, he's alive. Yeah. 
Thank God. Yeah, I, I don't know what, what I would have done if I died. Right. Mourned. And shattered absolutely from this terrible, terrible tragedy. Yeah, that seems about right. Just literally nothing. I think you guys had everything handled, so there's no point in me interfering. Participation is mandatory. Uh, I mean, I'm here. Who participate? Alright, so uh, after a few moments, you guys finish up your meal, grab all your provisions, and pile into uh, the Nebuchadnezzar sound effect fly machine that Sherlock Croc waits within. Cool. Let's take off into the sky. How many madcaps are still in here? You look around, it's hard to tell. Like, it's hard to tell as in there are a lot, or it's hard to tell as in they're hiding? It's hard to tell because they are equally uh, indistinguishable as they are disposable, and your brain uh, it struggles just trying to add enough importance and significance to each one to delineate between them. I'm just going to pick up a random one. Okay. Uh, hey, wait, no, lady, please! Please don't kill me! Please! Oh, no. Why is it screaming? It is struggling futilely in your hands, but you're way too strong for it. It is surprisingly strong. It's got, like, a little six-pack. Oh, yeah, good on it. Getting its gains. Do my sit-ups every day! Oh, that's too bad, then. Wait, what do you mean? Adrian's just gonna start, like, tossing them around. Oh, God! No! No! Oh, God, it hurts! And right, he's so just kind of past the time, so he's like throwing them around, juggling, like squishing them sometimes. Hacky sack him a little bit. Yep, yeah, yeah. You really beat this guy black and blue. He's just starting to bleed a little bit. No! No! I beg for my life, please! Oh, uh, yeah, that's unfortunate. He's not actively trying to hurt him, but I mean, it's it's kind of inevitable at this point. Yeah, and you um, think that to yourself, nah, I'm not going to kill him as you knock out his last tooth. Oh, dang, man. Hope you got dental insurance. What's dental? What's dental, precious? Oh, right. Don't, don't worry about it. Just, just, just stay there. He's going to start trying to, like, punt him across the ship a couple times by, like, kicking him and then running to the other side of the ship to try and kick him back. You give him a good few soccer kicks and he bounces at least three times off the walls. Rookie numbers. And Wai's going to summon his demons and just, like, gesture to Adrian and the demons say, See, look how bad you could have. Good God, I feel like you're you're actually a good person now. What the fuck? Of course you do. Using me as an example without my consent. <laughs> I, I, I saw that uh, 
was listening to this podcast, and this guy said every time the ASPCA uh, like animals come, uh, commercials come on, where like the dogs are getting beaten and stuff like that, In he just he, he, yeah, he turned to his dogs and said, "See, look how bad you can have." <laughs> You feel lucky. <laughs> stop pissing on my floor. <laughs> I, I couldn't stop laughing. Oh no! The that hover ship. Done with their kids. Just oh my god! Every day, kids are being beaten. See, look. Stop crying about that bruise on your face. I could cut your arm off or something. <laughs> oh, no. Jeffrey Epstein stories on CNN. You see, kids. You see what could happen to you. No, because that the <laughs> examples were. They were committing the crimes just to a lesser extent. The hovercraft piloted by Barnabas does a uh, does a big uh, U in the sky. As you guys look out the window, you see a gargantuan volcano dominating the horizon. Clouds of fire and ash spew from the caldera, and an air trembles with its angry grumblings. A vast, multi-layered fortress has been hewn into the volcano's rocky slopes. I believe this is uh, Bell's Forge. I'll put it down right in front for you so you all can have a good life. Good luck. Uh, this is probably the end of the world for you. Why you gotta be like that, baguette man? Hey, I've been in wellness in a long time. I don't fuck with Bell. He is kind of uh, scary. Mm. Sounds like you're a pussy. Really? I'll have you know I'm a survivor. Yeah. You know the French are known for like constantly surrendering. I'm not taking your opinion. Um, hey, to be fair, pussies get pounded a lot, but they always live, you know? I am a girl. I do not know who the Frenchies are. Of course, of course you don't. France has been a long, long, long time. There's probably France or a medieval equivalent of France. Good luck. I, I, like I said, I'm a girl. I'm uh, very proud of my heritage, and I wish you the best of luck. Oh, have these motherfuckers get dead in here. Alright, see you, little French bastard. What? No, not. We're coming back just to smite you. You pussy. Thought you were somebody. I'm taking that madcap I was throwing around. <laughs> He's like grabbing and clutching at the th uh, the floor and the sides of the uh, exit hatch as you try and like pull as you pull him away successfully. Wait, no, someone stop her! Oh god! At this moment, a um, imp comes up to your party as you walk down this massive road that looks like it was carved to fit entire marching armies. Uh, just the three of you with uh, being followed by your assortment of uh, friends and pets. Uh, the imp uh, comes up to you guys and introduces himself with a bow. Oh, hello, all. Uh, my name is Beelzebub, and I have been sent here by Bell to escort you to his throne. Hey, isn't that the name of one of, like, 
The higher One of those. Well, as you can see, I am definitely not a higher up, although I appreciate that. I thought my name was very classy and regal, yes. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and he does like a spark 180 and starts walking you guys down into the volcano. Agent's gonna start squishing the madcap like an accordion. <laughs> Uh, and as you do so, you, you're surprised. He's, like, somewhat flubbery. Oh, that makes this so much nicer. Oh, 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 God. I didn't sign up to be a fidget spinner. Why did this happen? You know, sometimes you just get dealt a bad hand in life. You should have ran faster. Definitely. Every time Adrian does that or mumbles something, like, that seems, like, abusive... Wise is gonna look at his demons and not, and then just keep walking. Jesus! Oh my God! I think I got lucky and made a deal with this monk. Who turns over and he says that to the uh, demon. Arr, arr. Yeah, I, I think he got a point. Adrian can feel somebody talking shit about him. He's gonna look over at the demons. <laughs> why why will mumble to the demons? Don't talk too bad about Adrian. That bitch is crazy. He, he'll hear you. Oh I, god. I believe you. That's some sound advice. I uh yeah, I, I think I'll actually take that advice. Good god. As you should with all my advice. Definitely hold you in higher esteem after this, um and you guys continue uh down a wrought iron spiral staircase descends into the cavernous forge. Channels of bubbling lava wind through the complex, casting fiery light over huge anvils. Chained giants with coal-black skin and fiery orange hammer out weapons under a malignant gaze of a pit fiend seated in a flying throne. Throughout the forge, sparks fall like rain as a tremendous heat assaults you constantly. Uh, Bookie, sorry to interrupt. You, you died and came back when we just heard the sparks fly. <laughs> pretend I had an epic explanation of where you guys are and essentially you're at the bottom of the volcano surrounded by pooling rivers of lava as two I think four a number of fire giants sit at these anvils hammering them out spraying sparks everywhere constantly overseen by a pit fiend Floating in a chair. Oh, there's magma. There's, well, I guess it's lava. There's lava. I actually don't know the difference between lava, lava, and magma. But yeah, there's flowing rivers of magma, lava. You can see them. I really don't know the difference. One of them's underground. I don't remember which. <laughs> yeah, that's that's literally it. One is uh, underground magma, and lava is when it gets up there. It's the exact same thing. But you guys are in a volcano, so technically. Um, but yeah, there are just rivers of molten so, uh, rock. It's all magma, then. All right. Lava, uh, lava I'm is take, when it breaches the surface. Yeah, I'm going to take this madcap, kind of dip him partially in the magma. Oh, God, no, wait, please, no! Ah! 
Head first or uh, feet first? Feet first. Like about up to his waist. Adrian for sure just had an alignment shift and he's just now slowly. I'm already chaotic evil. There's no lower I can go. <laughs> just, just nothing. And after I'm done, I'm be like, now what did it feel like? Uh, and he dies in your arms, smoking. God damn it. <laughs> You're so useless. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> you say after you shove him in the lava. I'm just gonna throw him somewhere. You throw him off uh, in the corner. Verabus like, takes a tentacle and slyly tries to, uh, to, to eat him. Oh, yeah, that's cool. It's even a little bit cooked for him, you know, medium rare. He gives you a nod in satisfaction. Good on him. But as you guys descend down into this volcano, the oppressive heat begins to take its toll. I'm going to need a constitution saving throw from everyone, please. Adrian, you have no problem enduring the heat. Those fire giants looking mad interesting. They look chained up and uh, bitten, being forced to slave away building these weapons of war for Bell. They seem a little unhappy. I'm gonna walk over to one of them. Um, the fire giant kind of just keeps focusing on his work. He uh, gives you a nod at your approach, but uh, then gives a furtive glance up to uh, the pit fiend flying around on his chair overseeing everything. The pit fiend isn't paying any particular attention to the fire giant. However, he does not want to be seen talking to you. But are these giant cold colored things with like flame colored hair? Yeah, yeah. Orangey hair. You got that like... Um, but they look like Ganondorf, but black. Yeah, 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 yeah. And 18 feet tall. And tall as fuck. And they're, like, up to their, like, uh, arms in, like, lava. They're just dunking things in lava up to their, like, elbow. I never thought the, thought the day would come that I have to actually look up at something. What's that pit fiend doing? He's kind of getting in the way of my conversations. He was flying around on his flying chair, very Doctor Doom-like. What I'm a try boss. To... <laughs> Oh no! I'm gonna try to grab him. Grab uh, the pit fiend or uh, uh, yeah. Varja? Oh, okay. Really quick, can I, before we do anything, can I just again, like, can I just go over to the dead body? And just like nudge it with my uh, the rod and be like, mm -mm -mm. look what happens when you have a bad owner. I didn't own that. 
You didn't hear this. And I own Viribus. He ate good. What you talking about? No, you didn't hear this. I'm just gonna tell him. Look what happens when you have a bad owner to my uh, demons. Yeah, but uh, that's all I'm saying. Instilling the fear of God in him. Yep. Well, you, which I guess to you would be God. Adrian, as you as you approach the flying throne of Bell, you get within twenty feet and reach out to start like jumping up to get on top of it. A terrible fear th spreads through you. Give me a wisdom Ow. saving throw, please. The whole point of the... Hold up. If it's an actual fright thing, then I'm immune. Are you immune? Because of Hero's Feast. Uh, well, that fear grips your heart for a moment. You skip a beat, but then push right on through it. However, he does see you coming and um, raises his uh, flying throne a few feet into the air so like when you reach up and try and jump and grab it your fingers just brush against it as if that will stop me uh, yeah that's true a misty step up there looks like I want to get right on top of his chair Uh, you missed his step up there, and um, because of the angle, he was flying at a bit of an odd, uh, it was hard to see like where he was at. You missed his step up there and find yourself like lying vertically a little bit, and you plop right into his lap. Just like, sup? Um, glad you could make it. Yeah, glad to be here. And uh, he, like, lowers his flying chair to the ground. Um. Yes, uh, fantastic. I had a question about those uh, fire giants over there. They'll go on. Why are they chained up? They're slaves. Why are they slaves? Mm, because they're useful. I need their labor, which is valuable, and I do not want to pay for it. Why don't you just pay them? Hmm, that's an interesting question. Let me elaborate on that. Hey, wait a minute. Who are you to question me? Adrian. Wait, the Adrian that won the Flamula One race? Yeah. And Holy like shit. <laughs> You're fucking famous. You're amazing. How'd you beat Swifty? I'm just built different. Apparently, that's some stern stuff. He's been the winner out here since I can't remember when. Didn't hear it, but I laughed. That was a nice one.
Well, look, I'm glad glad you can make it. I received a message from Gilmore. Personal friend. Love that guy. Fantastic deals. Uh, You let me know that uh, one of the uh, uh, Gilmore C-137 was uh, having some trouble, so... Uh, Gilmore C-137. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to help you out, and I'm going to get you to the right spot. So you... I'm a little busy here with the Blood Wars, the production of the Infernal Weaponry, but... I'll tell you what, I love Gilmore so much, I'm going to get you guys on the right track. That shit, slaves. Like, what if they want to unionize or something? Just, just ban. No, 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 no. See, we have bigger purposes. The greater good demands that we use slave labor in the production of these weapons. Dang. Then I'm going to have to go against the greater good in a second. Oh, yeah. I'm doing the wrong accent for Bell. I'm going to switch that in mid-conversation. Did Y say he was coming back? I didn't even know why I was leaving. He just kind of left. Oh, thank oh. God. <laughs> but yeah. How do you even enslave fire giants? Huh, well... It was not always an uh, easier snack. I tell you, I had to trick them into an infernal agreement in which they signed What's and that on their toes. Carbon? I don't know who Carbon is. Wee! 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 <laughs> Bruh, I think it's Carbon. Or just your general neckbeard. That's true. I know what you're talking about, alright? Now, come with me, I need to show you how to get to Gilmore's in the Dimension C-137. Alright, come this way, thank you. I'm gonna, like, try to hang back a bit. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll try to stealth. Alright, give me a stealth roll. As, um, Bell, like, floats over to this giant square metal platform in the middle of the room. Not very stealthy. Which skill is perception based off? Wisdom. Oh. Uh, eight. Uh, give me Adrian, if uh, you please step onto the uh, metal platform here. Yeah, just give me a second. I gotta uh, tie my shoes, you know? No, okay, no problem. I'm gonna hit and whistle to myself over here while we wait for you. Can I try to stealth again? What are you trying try to, to do? Hide. Like, uh, if there's any general place I can, like, hide. Bell is specifically trying to, um, uh, see you out of the volcano and move you on. Uh, so he's, uh, got a really good tab on you. He's looking directly at you, making eye contact as you're trying to stealth. I'm staring at me. I feel, I feel so Yeah, I like to stare. I I love to stare. And I don't like to be stared at, so if you could avert your eyes, sir. Alright, I can't. You're making a good point. Alright. My ex-wife called me a creep, and I did not want to fulfill that. Alright, so I'll give you some private time. Thank you. Alright, what are you doing? Hiding. Why? It's for the greater good. Oh, boy. Can Y give her advantage at this point? There, uh, give Adrian advantage if he notices what's happening. 
So you want to try and help hide Adrian as Bell tries to get you guys onto this metal platform with chains attached on four corners. Shit. Probably oh, clearly an elevator. No, I'd go up there, but if Adrian's trying to sneak through for some reason, sure. I mean, I can't at this point, but the stealth is just very bad, so I'm just gonna go for now. With advantage, you get that 24. Hmm. But it was in that one. Oh, I, I saw the second one with the 10 and the 24. <laughs> yeah, very I'm bad, I'm bad. We don't have all day. Yeah, let's go, Peppa. And Bell takes you over to uh, Iron Square, which uh, with thick chains fastened to the four corners, as you all step onto the platform, the chains rattle. As you begin to ascend quickly a few hundred feet up to the volcano's caldera to a crag into which Bell floats into, still seated on his throne. Uh, everybody give me a, an athletics check as you try and follow Bell into this crag and the elevator just keeps like rising up. No problem with the Parkour. athletics check. Can I make an acrobatics check? Yes. Oh, so I can do freaking athletics, but I can't stealth. I guess. Uh... You go with the punching, not so much everything else. I hate it. You all successfully get onto the little ledge there, and at the rear of this outcropping of rock lies a wooden wardrobe with a wrist flick. Uh, Bell flings open the double doors and swings them open, spilling out a, a continuous stream of white mist onto the ground. Where are we going to Narnia? And it's a one-way ticket to Baromia. Dang. The Gilmore twins uh, got stuck there, and uh, it might be a sticky situation knowing them. Uh, good luck. And he floats away. Where is he floating? Uh, he bobs on his chair, head on his fist rested, and uh, gets to the back of the cavern. Turns and just kind of like watches you guys. I'm going to walk back down to where I saw the... Uh... Again, magma rivers and stuff. You walk out to, um, you guys are on a ledge, like on a cliff, uh, inside the volcano. So, uh, it doesn't take you more than like, uh, 10, 20 paces to get to the lip. And you look down, there are like streams of falling magma. There are like, uh, it's a pretty constant gusts of really warm air blasting you up. Hmm. Guess I'll just dimension door. Uh, back down to the ground. Yep. All right. Yeah, you bamf on down there. I'm gonna go over to where I saw the fire giants. Sure. You walk over to the fire giants. They kind of continue their work. Um, glance over at you, see your approach. Look up at Bell, looking at all of you. Yeah, he can look. Where their chains look like. Uh, you look at them, and they're. Thick. They look like uh, the chains that are used to tie up aircraft carriers at port. Oh, Jesus. However, you can tell that they are magical because ever the ever the at intervals they light up in infernal runes.
they continue to just ching, ting, slam the hammer down on the air anvil, whatever piece of uh, weaponry they're making. One of the uh, fire giants addresses you and says, Hey, um, local, we don't want any trouble, please. Uh, be, uh, Bell can be a little bit of a slave driver, if you know what I mean. <laughs> you don't say anything, shush. Uh, okay, but uh, really, really, um, like we have an agreement, this isn't as bad as it looks. How do I know he just didn't get you to say that? Look, I'm not a victim, alright? We have an agreement, and, uh... You know, he spares my life, and I think he's pretty kind. I uh, honestly think deep down, he is looking out for me, because I would have been dead on my own by now, and starved to death, and uh, I really feel like this to be true. I'm gonna cast a spell magic on the uh, chains. Uh, as you do so, uh, the chains unwrap and fall off the fire giants. Hold on, this is gonna be bad for us. This is really gonna get us trouble. Bro, how can you not fight for yourself? Go unionize or something. Extra pay. Don't be doing this for free. Persuasion check, please. Oh, yeah. Can I give her advantage? Kind of far away. I think you're still up at the wardrobe, raw. No, I'm on the. Over there. So, I have to follow Adrian, just none of the deal. Bro, if anyone even helped. Look, look, um, I really appreciate what you're trying to do, alright? But look, okay, okay, look, look. When you return from wherever you're going on your adventure, on the return trip, try and break us out. This isn't the right time right now. Like, and, uh, I know, I'm trying to take one of you with me. Um. Actually, he's gonna like yell up at us. Hey, how much for one of these fire giants? Uh, those are not for sale. <laughs> have a five hundred soul coins. You have a deal. Cool. Uh, the um, elevator starts lowering back down to uh, your location. Uh, why? Um, you want to jump on that? Yeah, again, I've just been following Adrian. Gotcha. Um, yeah, so you guys lower back down. Fire Giant heads up onto the elevator, now the, the free one. The Fire Giant looks down at its compatriots with sad eyes, but the Fire Giant's still in chain, like, give them the vamoose, like, arms both up, telling them to get the fuck out of here. Don't worry, I'll be back for them. What, really? Oh, man, you have no idea. How much this means to me. You're a goddess. Oh, What's uh, your name? Um, my name's Rocky. Ah, yes. Rocky the Fire Giant. 
Rocky Balboa. Oh, I, I love that movie. It's one of my favorites. I think my parents named me after Rocky. You would have never seen the movie. You're a fire giant. But I'm going to call you Rocky Balboa. Great. What are your talents, though? What do you do? Got any hobbies? Well, uh, for the most part, I enjoy long walks by the lake of lava and, um... But you guys, uh, stepping back onto the elevator, raises you back up to the uh, wardrobe level. Uh, Adrian, uh, please give me an athletics check. Why? Please give me an acrobatics check as uh, you guys once again have to... Uh, jump off the elevator at the right time. No problem. You guys bound on in and arrive back in front of the wardrobe, spilling out mist onto the ground down the sides of the cliff. Coolio. I'm going to ask Rocky if he has any weapons. <laughs> I got lefty and right, the only weapons I need. Okay, then we're, we're, we're going to work on that. Lefty and righty didn't keep you from getting captured, did they? Well, um, well that's a little embarrassing, actually. I don't appreciate you bringing that up. Uh... If you want to save your friends, you're going to have to get stronger. Or at least get some nice gear. You're making some solid points, I agree. You all love Because um... I really like you guys. Well, I appreciate that. I really like you too. Um, so are we uh, heading into this wardrobe? Why are we going in here anyway? Ah, oh, yes. We're going to save some... I guess you could call them merchants. They're very universal, you see. They they own a place called, you might have heard of it, Gilmore's Goods and Emporium. Oh, Gilmore? Oh, wow, that's fantastic. I love Gilmore. High quality prices. I mean, high quality items. Reasonable prices. Yes. Uh, apparently, they're being hunted by some unknown entity. And the two we're going to find, we're lost somewhere in here. So we're going to see what's up, try and get some more information. And hopefully I get a Gilmore. You want a Gilmore? I want it, uh, oh, they okay. asked me what I wanted, and I said I wanted a Gilmore. I have yet to receive it. Alright, well, I'm not going to... I feel cheated. I mean, I personally am not a huge fan of owning other people, but, you know, you do you. It is not owning. It is. It will be a consensual agreement between two adults. Ooh, well, that's so spicy. I'm glad you get it. But anyway, regardless, into the wardrobe. Uh, why are you stepping into the wardrobe with Adrian and the fire giant Sherlock Croc? I'll send Damien through first. <laughs> <laughs> This adorable husky palm jumps uh, in front of you guys arr, arr, and then jumps into the misc, disappearing within the wardrobe. Did we hear like the throes of death? 
you do hear something. Does he come back out? No, he does not. He uh, disappears. It's one way. Well, I'll stand. I don't want to risk Max. All right, I'll walk through. You see why disappear in front of you after Damien. Cool. Guess we're walking in. I'm gonna put like a hand in first and then just kind of uh, you put the hand in the mist and it's cool uh, nothing really happens at first but um taking a deep breath uh, and uh, watching over your shoulder as this massive fire giant shrinks down to fit within the portcullis the threshold oh man they can shrink that's so cool fire giant disappears You follow men? Yeah. You feel as your soul is spaghettified, plucked like a fiddle, and then shunted out of a double-door wardrobe, spilling out onto a cool marble floor in a pile. This isn't Narnia. Taking in your surroundings, you find yourself in an empty room containing only the wardrobe, a single door leading out of the room. Stands slightly ajar. Uh, the fire giant is having a tough time because this room, you can tell, is not constructed for a 20-foot tall creature, but he is, um, like, all bent over and crouched in, like, uh, crisscross applesauce. He's trying. I'll, I'll give him that. Kind of, like, muscle by him and trying to get out of the room? Yeah. You emerge... from a back area and the room shifts into Gilmore's glorious goods. Objects and equipment litter the floor and the counters are split into pieces of wood and splinters. Uh, the furniture is still, uh, what furniture is still intact lies uh, overturned. Some kind of struggle clearly went on here. Oh God, who would rob a Gilmore's? Am I able to get the storm giant out, too? Uh, you can tell he's struggling. He does not fit through that door. And uh, after a few moments... I of thought like, he did shrink. Uh, he shrunk through the wardrobe because of the wardrobe's magical properties. Dang, man. That sucks. And you 
are considering like how am I gonna get him out of uh and you just hear this stone crumble as he forces his way out of the small room through the uh front area causing somehow more destruction and then um eventually like pushes his way out onto the street leaving an opening in the front of Gilmore's uh the size of a barn door really quick do I see Damien yeah Damien's there pick him up and put him back on my head and follow Adrian Dog. As you emerge into the overcast street, there isn't a soul out on the uh, out on the cobblestone. You hear a clomping on the cobblestone, muffled by the mist, as a black carriage pulled by two black horses emerge from the mist and stop in front of your party. The carriage door opens with a slam. So y'all hopping in uh, the carriage? Wait, is there anybody in the carriage? You take a peek inside. Uh, it is empty. Oh, that's kind of sus. <laughs> Super sus. I'm gonna like talk to the horses. What? This is what everyone else hears. Please, no. Alright, so that is what horses do. What would you like to ask the horses specifically? Like, what is this? Uh... You uh, reach out and you touch these uh, horses' mind, and you immediately tell that uh, they're dead. And? And they respond to you. Uh, we're uh, here on a uh, mission for uh, our master, and he asked us to to. Uh, he asked us what he asked us. To, asked, uh, yeah, he asked us to bring you to um, Castle Ravenloft. Yeah, that's it. Would you have... Uh, well, I guess they're all like that. Have you seen a flamboyant wizard dude who owns that magic shop over there? Oh, you mean Gilmore? Oh, yeah, that guy. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, I saw him. He's at... Um... Oh, God. We saw... We just saw... We saw him. He's, um... He's, um... Uh... Oh, yeah. He's in the torture chamber, chamber at Castle Ravenloft. A what? I don't know specifically that he's in the torture chamber. Uh, I just remember that's where they were taking him. Oh, jeez. What have you gotten himself into? 
I don't know. I mean, uh, I love Gilmore. I, uh, I think he gives me really good... Gives me carrots and oats? Seems very nice of him. Oh, great guy. Love Gilmore. Fantastic guy. Is it safe to get in the carriage? You give it a once-over, but yeah, you can tell it's safe. Um, asking the horse, he replies, uh, Yeah, yeah, I uh, haven't had a single person jump in my carriage that I didn't successfully bring to the castle. I guess I'll get him, have Verbus right on top of the carriage. Yeah, you, uh, gonna have to, like, squeeze in the carriage. It's built for, like, a normal person, but you successfully do to do so. It's quite comfortable, and, uh, Verbus and the fire giant Rocky rumble the earth behind you with their footsteps. As they should. Why? You hopping in, uh, you hopping in the carriage? Yeah, I've just been following Adrian the entire time. Nothing really to do. Anytime uh, Adrian does anything mildly abusive, though, I'm just going to look at my uh, demons and then continue on. <laughs> see how good you got it now? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, sorry. So you guys continue down this misty road, not able to see much in front or behind you because of the fog. Eventually emerging down a long stone bridge. You see coming through the mist, emerging almost as if out of a dream, thick cloud fog swirls in the courtyard. Sporadic flashes of lightning lance through weeping clouds overhead, and thunder shakes the ground. I think it's unsettling. Drizzle, you see torch flames fluttering on each side of the keep's open main doors. 
Warm light spills out of the entrance, flooding the courtyard high above. The entrance is a round window with shards of broken glass lodged in an iron frame. The horse carriage does one of those like L's around a fountain that is not running and the door with a bang slams open. You guys make your way within? You like cut out for a couple seconds. It's because I'm trash. I'm really the one who should be having internet problems with Zeta blowing through here. Zeta, the name of the hurricane? Yep. It's a real beta name. But the last one was Delta. Oh, they're just going with uh, Greek. Okay, I gotcha. I think it's just sororities and fraternities. That actually makes more for the... Uh, yeah. You guys make your way inside? Cobwebs stretch between the columns that support the vaulted ceiling of a great dusty hall dimly lit by sputtering torches in iron sconces. The torches cast out odd shadows across the face of eight stone gargoyles squatting motionlessly on the rim of a doomed ceiling. Domed ceiling. Cracked and faded ceiling frescoes are covered by decay. Is there anything off about the place? Except for all the spider webs and the clear unattentiveness of these frescoes? Give me a perception check. Dang. Something up with these gargoyles. Never trusted gargoyles. Can you're almost sure you could swear you saw one of their ears flick? I'm gonna go grab one by the head. It's made of stone. I'm gonna squeeze it. How hard? Like very hard. Like, if someone's trying to crush an apple with their hand, the amount of effort put into that. So you, like, squeeze and it doesn't move. You squeeze harder and you could 
see like a bead of sweat begin to drip down its forehead and then you really give it a hell of a squeeze and it like screams and like flies up into the uh, the dome to ceiling trying to find purchase how is it able to fly up if I'm holding it you want to try and grapple it oh yeah give me a grapple roll I think you got him. He, he, yeah, so he yeah. tries to like fly up into the ceiling and you catch his tail. Well, I mean, okay. Because I'll like drag him back down. Oh, oh god, oh, oh god. You slam him onto the ground, knocking the wind out of the gargoyle. Oh, dragons. Don't we still have those dragon eggs and pet dragons? Oh, yeah. I fed them at the thing. They're cool. Oh, okay. I fed all of my pets. even fed your like really aristocratic flying squirrel chipmunk the higher version chimp monk not some you know poultry squirrel I mean flying squirrels are pretty nice too yeah but we're not we're not pretending So as you're uh, wrangling, also didn't. Sorry, you're good, man. What were you saying? Didn't show up. Talking about like five black dragons. Going around. When was that? He convinced the, the teenagers to go with him. The you're five gonna, guards. You're gonna have to elaborate a little bit. I'm not remembering this at all. Sherlock Croc told the kids, hey, let's go adventuring. They're like, oh, yeah, cool. And they hop in the ship. Cool. And then they helped him get loot from Obatala's thing. And I, I guess they went with him after they left. I'm oh not God. really sure. No, I'm remembering they, they this. The ship and never, we never uh, elaborated on that, but yeah, he closed up all the rock. And then I mentioned how weird it was we were kidnapping kids, and you said like they were 300 or 150, something like that, so it was fine. No, they just seem it was the really... same episode we fought Obatala. I gotcha. I've, uh, I'm remembering that now, but um, that would sound like something for uh, Sherlock Croc to juggle. I don't want to. I don't need that responsibilities. Check out. But as you're wrangling the gargoyle to the ground, kind of slapping him, and he's trying to escape, fly off, but you. Slam him back to the ground by his tail. You hear a uh, pop, 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 pop. His odd, flappy footsteps make their way down the hall to you guys. That's yep. not saving the gargoyle. You all are greeted by a horrifying visage. I can find them. Like, is it horrifying enough to, like, give somebody pause, or... Oh, it is terrifying. You see the door open, the footfalls leading to, uh, leading you to look over. As the door pushes open, you see a hunched, cloaked figure 
fur lines the entire body of this thing, of this upright bipedal uh, fellow. He's carrying a lantern and uh, on his back he's got like a horribly hunched back carrying some scrolls and a couple of pieces of equipment. Uh, you look at his hands and his feet though. One of his feet is a duck foot. Ah uh, yes, terrifying. While the other foot is hooved. And as he holds the lantern up, so you all can see each other for the first time, really, uh, in this dim light. He's got uh, dog ears that kind of hang down floppily. And he uh, addresses you all. Oh, I'm so glad you all could make it. My name is Cyrus Bellevue. Happy to make your acquaintance. As I'm saying this, I'm going to put the gargoyle in a headlock. Oh dear. Why are you being so, so mean to that gargoyle? It's not being mean. I, c I could be a lot worse than what this is now. This is merely apprehension. Well, I'm not going to question I mean, the gargoyle is still living, so you're absolutely good. Yeah, yeah, this, you can always be mean, uh, meaner, they, uh, that's true. He's just gonna get up from the floor with the gargoyle in his arms. Uh, at this point, the gargoyle is starting to turn a deep purple and, uh, go limp in your arms, um. Okay, well, um, the master has asked me to take you all to your friend Gilmore. Uh. So, the torture chamber. Oh, well, yes, that is where he is currently. Oh, God, I hope it's not another one of the weird Gilmores. Hey, uh, what is the torture... Why is he in the torture chamber? Oh, well, the master didn't tell me why he was in the torture chamber, but I was able to sneak a peek. Um, I believe he's being pried. No, why? Not what is he doing in there? Well, uh, I'm not, uh, I'm just a simple mongrel folk. I am not uh, told why the plans are the way they are. I'm just told But you weren't told what was happening to Gilmore and you were able to figure it out. I'm sure you're a smart guy. You didn't hear anything? Um, oh, I am pretty smart. <laughs> I'm going to loosen up my grip a little bit on the gargoyle, let him get some air. Uh, and as you do so, you figure out you, you lost track a little bit of time, and uh, he's limp. He's passed out on the ground right now. So you I'm don't kill him. Lot, I'll just slump him over my shoulder. <laughs> Dump him on the floor as like a pile of rags, and then you're like, oh, he's passed out. Huff him over his shoulder, shoulder like a sack of potatoes, no problem. Uh, and Gilmore uh, opens the door back up to the uh, main great entry and leads you down a hallway to a long spiral staircase hewn out of stone. Leads us to... Was this place big enough for Rocky? 
Uh, you look back and you see Rocky is not even having to slouch. He uh, walks through these massive, uh, ornate, or what could have been ornate once, uh, massive stone entryways, yes. Good on him. Y'all arrive to the uh, the spiraling stair uh, staircase and you uh, find this is huge as well. And while he has to kind of like crouch, he is able to uh, follow you guys down. The staircase. Get you guys on the right map. And he leads you down the spiraling staircase past the larders of ill omen into a enormous underground room. The ceiling stretches up above you so tall it disappears into darkness as you look out. There are a lot of coffins in this room. Uh, the stairs remind me of that painting of, what's it called? Uh, relativi relativity? I think it's by like Escher or something. Like all the stairs. I love all the non-Euclidean geometry stairs that you're talking about. That's some of my favorite art. You guys bang a quick right, bang another quick right. Passing by a couple of uh, these odd sarcophagi, you make your way down a hallway, down another little mini pair of stairs, and into the torture chamber. As you walk by uh, two uh, branching hallways, you hear screams and moans of long-tormented prisoners. Oh, how sad. The large flagstone of the spiraling staircase leads up and down about 20-foot-wide stone core. Cobwebs fill the staircase, making it difficult to see even the ceiling. Heavy beams sag overhead from centuries of supporting weight. You guys pass into the torture chamber. Dark, low shapes thrust out of the still brackish water that fills this 50-foot square room, the ceiling of which is festooned with hanging chains that look thick. A balcony set into the north wall overlooks the room and has two large thrones stood atop it with red velvet cushions behind them, curtain behind them. Is there, like, any sign of Gilmore yet? Oh, just ahead. I'm sure he's right here. You'll probably be able to hear his screams soon. Ah, so he is getting tortured. Ow, 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 ow. Oh, God. 
Why is this place so big? It's almost like you got led into a trap. Almost. That's our trap. This DM is so heavy-handed, I swear to God, he forces me into a gay race, and then he forces me into the very depths of... Come on, come on. The hairs on your body fuzz up and stand straight. The current, a current, pulses through the air as you begin to hear the electricity crackling through the air. Arriving at the threshold of a strange laboratory, you look down and see massive metal machines with churning gears belching acrid smoke. There in the middle of the room is Gilmore, restrained and gagged, a cloak figure pacing, twisting valves and turning cranks. The figure addresses Gilmore. Yes, your essence will be much appreciated, Gilmore C-137. Not for nothing, I like swallowing your soul and becoming one. The one true Gilmore. What? The figure pulls off his hood, revealing a handsome Gilmore face. Too handsome. Reaching towards the machine, evil Gilmore hefts a massive neon butt plug. Tubes and hoses snake out from the apparatus as the fiend angles for penetration. Oh, no. The Gilmore strapped down struggles against his bonds and spits out the gag, quipping, Hey, buy a guy dinner first. Slow down. Wookie, what did you... what, What is this? Again, really? Why are you like this? With a deep breath, the evil Gilmore plunges the apparatus. The strapped down Gilmore starts to vul- convulse violently. Oh, God. Dang, man. I, I, I really wasn't. I, I thought I was prepared for everything, but I, I wasn't. I wasn't prepared for this. You see as glowing neon juices are pulled out of Gilmore into the tubes, flowing into the machine as his essence is drained. Dang, that's rough, buddy. He is uh, currently in the chair, violently having a seizure convulsion-like thing. What are you guys doing? I am attacking evil Gilmore. Ho ho! Not sneak even because attack. he extracted the thing from a regular Gilmore. It's just like he's just mad creepy. I'm leaving. <laughs> I know better than that. I know it's. Uh, I'm not getting on that table. I'm not ending up like Gilmore. I'm really just sick of the sexual torture, so I'm gonna head out. 
It's not. He literally just sucked the life out of the man. He just sexually. Yeah, yes. sexually. Yes. Sexually torture. Mm. Yeah. Unbelievable. Gilmore can't be that strong, right? You're Hopefully noticing not, it's but... taking a long time to suck out all his magical essence. Oh, you're talking about evil Gilmore. Yes. Yeah, what I'm uh, shuffling around all my notebooks. I'm sorry. I'm hitting them with two fire bolts. Oh, snap. Does a 16 hit? That probably does. Let me double check. Yes. Cool, so both of these hit, one of them being a nat 20. Oh dear. For a total of... One moment. Thirty-five fire damage. Got it. <laughs> So Adrian busts in, sends a couple of firebolts at this motherfucker, catching him off guard. Yes, suit, I will have all of the Gilmore essence. Oh, oh god! Oh fuck! Ah shit! Bro, that shit you said right there was cringe. You deserve to burn in hell. Well, I don't appreciate that. I thought I had a little bit of freedom out here in Barovia. You want initiative, Lucky? Yeah, everybody roll up initiative, please. Oh, I left, so. Thought he was kidding. Nah, I'm for sure walking out. It's like the <laughs> fifth or sixth sexual scenario. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's smart. Good luck in uh, Castle Ravenloft alone. I'm sure that'll be uh, a good I move I can there. stay outside the door. I'm good. <laughs> Damn it. Um, if I start dying, just, yeah. just go on without me. Yep, Adrian can handle it herself. His self, if they need help, those will That's it. So. All right, uh, Adrian, you're at the top of the initiative order. If you'd like to roll up uh, the Fire Giants initiative as well, I'd appreciate that. Oh, yeah, boy. What do they have to initiative? Fire Giants have a... Uh, what's initiative, Dex? Oh, then yeah, just flat D20. Yep. Still did better than Gilmore. 19. Alright, so you're going to be first, followed by the Fire Giant, Gilmore going last. What are you doing? 
Alright. I'm gonna just start wailing on Gilmore. Gonna wait, rage. Wait, I can pay you. Well, let's not be hasty. Hold I on. Money. Uh, 19 hits. I haven't rolled. No, I'm sorry. 18 hits. 19 hits and 18 hits. All hit. So 34 on the first. 51 total damage. Oh, thank you. I think. Possibly. I might have gotten this wrong. Hold up. I got 51 nope, too. 51 is right. Yep, yep 51. Okay, pokey. So, uh, yeah, you just rend all the guts out of Gilmore, spilling his organs onto the floor. He's like choking and gagging up blood at this point. As he should be, he is a disgusting creature. <laughs> um, I'm not gonna disagree with that. Uh, Fire Giant's turn. Uh, Rocky. No what's happening here, but fuck this guy. Yo, Rocky got rocks. He's got some stones. Uh, he does have rocks. Ranged weapon attack. Plus 11 to hit. Yeah, but it doesn't rock at him. Alright, yeah. Shot put a rock at him. Oh my god, that does a lot of damage. As it should. 14 hits. For a rock throw. Uh, 24 hits the shit out of him. Plus 11 to hit. Roll 40, 10 damage. Plus 7 bludgeoning. But, uh, yeah, with that, you were able to, like, trip up uh, the Gilmore, the evil Gilmore in his own guts as you spill blood out on the floor. He tries to, like, juke and run away as he sees this giant rock hurling through the air like a comet. It pins him to the ground, rolls over him, and, like, toothpaste you see. Oh, God. Yeah, like a can of, or a tube of toothpaste, all the blood is squeezed out the top of this Gilmore. Wait, oh god, oh no, 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 no!
A few moments goes by as you all like look at the blood pool out from underneath the rock as um, you guys are like, oh my, I didn't need to. Well, I, I did want him to have a bad end, but that was pretty bad. As he deserved. Yeah, sure. He didn't seem like a good guy, but Jesus, that was even a bit much for me. Ugh. Did you not see what he did? <laughs> you were there. You had your own two eyes on that degeneracy, and yet you say, oh, that was too much. No, I feel like it was too little. Alright, okay. Let's, let's get your friend off of this thing. Jesus, oh my god. And you look over, and Gilmore is still being, like, electrocuted. Pump its, uh, juice is being pumped out of him. Oh, yeah. Agent's gonna, like, try to break the, uh, apparatus, I guess. Whatever the entire machine is. He's gonna break it. Oh, God. Oh, thank you. Oh, goodness gracious. I thought I was a goner. Agent's just gonna pick up Gilmore and, like, hold him. Oh, my. At his side. Oh, well, not like thank that. You. Like how you would pick up a child who's be uh, not behaving in a Walmart or something. Oh, thank you for calling. Okay, okay, thank you. I mean, okay. Adrian's so done with this shit. Oh, my heroes, I appreciate you. Oh, 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 no, I'm sorry. I, yes, thank you. Okay. He's gonna start, like, carrying him out. Probably gonna pick up that gargoyle he had to drop to fight Gilmore. But at this point, he's just dragging it by the tail behind him. Gotcha. The uh, gargoyle still passed out. You really did a number to him. Uh, but yeah, you drag him uh, behind you. At this point, yeah, um, the uh, the mongrel folk uh, Cyrus comes uh, back into frame from being off uh, camera. Oh yes, he avoided my wrath. Oh, uh, oh, hello. Uh, welcome. I'm uh, glad you made uh, friends with... Uh, oh, you found Gilmore. That's uh, fantastic. Who oh, do you uh, work for? Well, I work for the master. What does your master look like? Oh, he's a tall, handsome man with uh, straight black hair. Does he look like Gilmore? Oh, no, no, no. Doesn't look anything like Gilmore. I love Gilmore, but no, uh, the master is a little, um, no more powerful than Gilmore. Where is he? The board. Oh, oh. I don't, even, I don't know. How do you not know where your own master is? Give me an inside check. Huh. Not sure if these are connected. I wonder how you get down here. Oh, that's how. Yeah, that does a fourteen. Do what it's supposed to do. 
No, I have no idea where the master is. I'm sure he's around here somewhere. And you can see that uh, he's got a little twinkle in his eye. Uh, he might be uh, not telling you the truth. I'm going to pick him up by his collar. Oh, 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 okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And like promptly slam him into the nearest wall. Oh, oh, oh got right, right my coccyx. I'm going to ask you again. Where's your master? He's with the... Uh, he's with the mistresses. Uh, he's, um... He might be fooling around a little bit with his... Um... Wives? With the mistresses is not a location. I'm sure you're smarter than that. Well, it's a big castle. I, uh... Oh, I... Uh, How long have you worked for your master? What will I say? I've uh, probably been with the master about uh, three years now. It's been a so great time. So in the three time. years you've worked for him, you don't know how to get around this castle. Oh, it's a, oh okay. I see what you're saying. I, it's not the best cover story I've ever had. Okay. I'm going to give you one more chance to do this correctly, and I will not be as lenient with my aggressions as I was before. Okay, okay, okay. He's, uh, in, uh, his tomb. Strahd's tomb. Lead the way. Oh, shit! Oh, God! Oh, fuck! I don't know if I should do that. Oh, I could get in a lot of trouble. I mean, if you want to die here, that's perfectly fine. I have no qualms about it. You know, I just saw the latest, oh god. I saw the season finale of The Boys. I feel like you're putting me in the same position to get my head exploded in Congress. Okay, pull out his axe. Okay, this way. Great, I'm glad you understand the situation you're in. Where is season the finale though, right? I think that was the season, but was that not the season one? The choice? Uh, what is it? Homelander was gonna murder everybody, but he decided to be the bigger man for once. Or, uh, no, he wasn't. He was white now. I. Just, I heard that and wanted to contribute. Awesome season for now. The shambling mound will represent Cyrus as he leads you back up to the larder room. You guys come out the larder room down these long cylindrical stairs back into these cylindrical stairs.
And you guys head right down a set of stairways into a room with a single coffin in the middle of it. What? So is his master a vampire? Well, I um, don't like to question anyone's orientation. I feel like everyone has the right to choose what they would like to be. And as so you guys you chose to be what you are. Well, actually, I was experimented on by a mad scientist who made me. And I didn't have a choice. He uh, forces on me, but I choose to identify as them. As he uh, explains, as you guys descend black marble steps uh, into a dark tomb that has a vaulted ceiling 30 feet overhead. The essence of evil permeates the very air. The smell of fresh turned earth is here. Settled into the dirt on the floor is a shining black coffin of finely waxed wood. The coffin's fittings are of bra uh, brilliant brass and the lid is closed. South of the coffin are three gloomy alcoves. An iron lever protrudes from the north wall, east of the tomb's entrance. anything off about the coffin if you think all the darkness and evil in the world can be contained in a single box that is the kind of menace emanating out of this coffin oh so it's just Pandora's box reskinned as a coffin mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm gonna walk over to it that's bold uh, why are you doing anything with that lever that I pointed out? Feel like I'm dragging Y in yeah. this game, kicking and screaming. Well, the sexual assault parts, yeah. It'd be like, what, my fourth or fifth time? So I was not getting dildoed. <laughs> yeah, but besides that, yeah, I'll just follow, uh, all right, one sec. I'll follow uh, Adrian with the with the staff shipped into a flaming rapier. Oh my! Be careful. This is a dangerous place. I, ooh, I'm afraid of that box. Whatever's in there. I'm sure you're afraid of everything. I can't trust your opinion on the matter. Well, I'm a little hesitant after my adventure. This has been a bit of an ordeal for me. What are you doing to that coffin, Adrian? I'm gonna touch it. No, oh, I As you reach out a hand to touch the master's coffin, Cyrus Bellevue crouches in fear, making an odd dog noise. He seems so puntable right now. <gasps> animal abuse. He's not an animal. He clearly uh, identified as a them. 
as you turn to give uh, Cyrus a good kick, uh, you see her rising up from the dirt in the three alcoves. Three beautiful-ish women, if they hadn't, if they weren't dirty as hell, rising up from the muck. They're still beautiful. They're just dirty, beautiful women. It's kind of dirty. Nah, they ratchet. They ratchet as fuck. Okay. No, there's a difference between ratchet and dirty. They're just, you said dirty. We're going to say dirty. <clears throat> ratchet. Rat, dirty can be fixed. Ratchet can. The brides are dressed in soiled gowns wearing dirt encrusted jewelry. Do they look alive? You see them rise up out of the dirt, uh, doing that, like, where they stand up by using what seems to be their ankles, and arc and bow at strange angles. They all look at you for a moment. A second passes, like, oh, maybe they're friendly. And then their jaws drop entirely too far open, revealing fangs as they hiss at you in unison. Everybody oh, yeah, roll no, initiative. All right, Adrian, you're at the top of the initiative order. Cool. Twenty ones hit. Twenty ones? I think so. Yeah, they're probably it. So I'm going to hit two separate ones, whatever's closest. One of them with the eight, the other one with a 14. Those are damages? Yep. Got it. Fire damage. Right, anything else with your turn? Oh, just getting closer. Oh, okay. Close the, close the distance on them. I mean, I can't beat the shit out of them without getting closer. Got it. All right. And that is going to be the vampire spawn's turn. Ah, so they are vampires. Two of the mm, ratchety ladies comes up to you, Adrian. The third coming up to Y. They'll pull their tanks. I'm sorry, you cut out, you said, coming up on what? Uh, one of the vampire spawn will come up to you, Why the other two focusing on Adrian. Oh, okay. Actually, it's going to be one for each of you. One for the fire giant, one for Adrian, and one for you, Why? Bro, can't the fire dragon, fire, uh, fire giant step on the front of the 
crushing blow. Pretty much. I mean, he he's really tall. I'm sure he weighs a lot too. Like he just yeah. There's like a stat fine. block for large creatures and stuff like that for when they do just shit like that like oh you're attacking me i'm 20 feet tall i'll fall on you it's like well that's a legitimate move like two attacks i'm gonna have to re-roll all right adrian these two are coming in on you does a 21 hit it does. Does an 18 hit? That meets it. All right. Bite. Oh, dang, man. How much damage is a bite? 1d6 plus 3 piercing and 2d6 necrotic. And the target's hit points maximum is reduced by an equal an amount equal to the necrotic damage taken. So take nine. Uh, Sorry, where's the uh, where's the bright attacking milk? Like, he doesn't have their tokens up there. Okay, I'm just saying, like, that's why I put the arrow. It'd be here or here, right? Alright. Sweet. Uh, since it attacked milk, I'll attack it with a sentinel attack. Okay, go ahead and roll. How much damage was it? Nine piercing as well as uh, six necrotic damage. Please reduce your uh, maximum hit points by six. Okay. I can't catch anything from these, can I? Probably scabies. And like, then... they're not going to turn me into a vampire? No, they're not going to turn you into a vampire unless they actually kill you and reduce your hit points to zero successfully with a bite. Ah, so I'm cool. So what would You're we good. get as vampires? Or we just might just be deaf? You get sun sensitivity. And then uh, another we, we seven uh, slashing damage from uh, her claws. Then we're going to do the second one. Does a 20 hit? I mean, Why? It's a... Uh, no. 24? Yeah, uh, 20 does hit, actually, because I haven't, I haven't attacked yet. So, yeah, it'll hit. Got it. Vampires also regenerate. Ten hit points at the start of the turn. For vampire and spawn. Take ten damage. Oh, hold on, I'm rolled up. Yeah. 
Sorry, I'm late. Hey, it's uh, Sherlock Croc. What's up, man? You just took downs in the playoff. Last game of playoffs we had to play. We're going to the championship next week. Hey, congrats, That's pretty man. pog. He's a pretty pog. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I might have. You got a problem with that, homie? It's kind of it's kind of weird. All right, why? Well, please take four uh, piercing damage in addition to four necrotic damage. Please lower your maximum hit points by four. Vampire that spawn include, uh, bites into you. Would that include the hero's faced points? It would. I have. A, I just took mine off of the hero's feed since it already increased my hit point maximum. Sweet. Take an additional six from the claw swap. Reduce those maximum two or no? Just no. take it. Uh, take the, the regular help from the beast thing. I think no, the only I, I ran out of. Uh, I only rolled a nine for my hero's feast, so I already took all the damage from that. So I was saying, do I reduce? Does the slash attack? Does that also reduce my max health? No, no the, the slash is regular. Right. Correct. And then the last one's gonna roll in on the fire giant. Oh no, Rocky. And that's a big old miss. Uh, Sherlock Croc, you want to roll up some initiative for me as uh, Rocky's turn comes up uh, here. <laughs> Rocky, Natural one. Yep, hey, before right uh, Sherlock Croc there. Sorry, bud. Bro, can he just step on her? Cool. Step attack, sure. Oh, can he step eat her? Oh, no, no, what if he catches like scabies or something from her? I mean, he's gonna catch it anyway if he gets hit. So might as well, you know, get it for a reason. And isn't his blood like made out of fire? Would he catch disease like that? I'm not sure. I don't know how vampire diseases work. I just don't know if he eats stuff like that. That's Like, you saw where she came. She was in the dirt, goddammit. Vampire spawns are disgusting. Hmm. Roll up some attacks there, Adrian, for this fire giant. To step on somebody? Step on attack. What are the step on attacks? I'm just gonna call it like a rock attack. Uh, Okay. Plus 11 to hit. He's just walking. Walking like a mountain. Wow. That hits. Go ahead and roll up 4d10 plus 7 damage. Sherlock Croc, you're up next. Hi. Roll up that damage. That's close to 2,000 pounds of fire giant. Uh, I don't... Hmm. Alright, we'll do a 40, 10 plus 10. Just to, uh, to round that <laughs> out. Just 
you see like the fire giant jumping up and down on one of these vampire spawn ladies. Forty-one. Yeah, she's quickly being turned into a puddle before your eyes. Sherlock Croc, you see, uh, somewhat sexy. Uh, they look like sexy strippers uh, emerge up out of the ground uh, as Adrian tried to touch the coffin in front of her, the black one at the center of the room. Which one uh, are they? Are they the three little monsters at the bottom? Correct. Okay, well, uh... Oh, I don't think cool. it's three or since we're going mush. Okay, that's fine. Uh, I would like to use... Is it my turn? I'll use... Right. I, I, I'm at the very bottom. Yeah, I'll use my... I, I got a nat one. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's my turn now, right? After Why, did we not give drive? you a turn? No. Oh, I'm sorry. Not. Yeah, go ahead and take your turn. Why? Oh, wait. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Okay, you rolled a six. You rolled the same as... Uh, okay, yeah. Go ahead and take your turn, bro. Oh, we rolled the same, and yeah. He... Oh, I didn't know you had plus five. Yeah, we can... I guess we're doing the same time. Nah, why? Well, you can go first, man. Yeah, go ahead. Why? It's your turn. All right. Uh, I'm going to ask the... Uh, I'm going to talk to the dirty strippers and say, Hey, do you, uh, do you speak common? Yes, we speak common. All right. Do I need to kill you? Or can we just... No, be just friends? leave. Just turn around and get the fuck out of here. You're not supposed to be here. You won't attack us if we do that? Promise. All right. I need you to sign a contract that says that. Oh, not this again. <laughs> hmm? Fine. Well, um, yeah, sure. We'll sign a contract. Whatever. Sweet, I'll pop a dollar contract that are written in uh, wrote in Elvish, and just hand it over. She quickly scrawls on it with a clawed hand, like uh, three X's. Sweet, is that binding? Yes. Sweet. Uh, stop attacking me. She's not my pet. That worked out. Dang man. Uh, wait, no, I'm not going to say that, actually. I'm going to say, okay, sweet. Uh, Damien, rewrite, uh, write another contract exactly like this one, and uh, I'll talk to the other one and say, hey, could you uh, sign this? And then we'll leave. <coughs> so you're going to go up to each one of these people and ask them to sign a contract uh, saying that they will not attack you. Uh, I'm just giving them the Obatala contract. Um, remind me again, does the Obotala contract have anything surreptitious in it? Oh yeah, absolutely does. But the other one already signed, so I'm just going to try to convince this one too, as well. That takes you a moment. Um, you all looking around, um, are you like giving the high sign to everyone else to like, hey, stop attacking, we can talk this out with words. Uh, yeah. Hey, we're going to treat this like a Persian situation and uh, use diplomacy as a sword. So then, don't I didn't bring up any other countries. I just said we're gonna have we're gonna talk this out. I don't I don't know about the Persian situation, so I'm not gonna let you throw me under that. Like bus. I said, I think that third one's already dead. But if you want the other two, yeah, no, I, it was it was a little too late. My turn was at the end, so I have to wait. 
but they do take the time to sign the contracts that are presented. Uh, sure, uh, anything else you'd like to do with your turn before we head over to Sherlock Rock here? Uh, yeah, I told them to stop attacking me. That was the contract that I made up the top of my pet, so. They do so. Yeah. All right. Sherlock Rock, your turn. Are we still in initiative, even, uh, even though Y just made them submissive to it as well? <laughs> Don't say it like that. I mean, that's what it is. I, I got them to sign a legally binding contract. So, are we... Is it yeah, issue still... By shady means. <clears throat> Our shady idea. Means, yeah. But the way um, Sherlock put it made it sound kind of rapey. Well, I guess it's not. I right. mean, yeah, you could technically do it that way. You yeah, know, no, let's, not, let's not throw it out there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, is there is there is there any other monsters in here? Just the uh, vampires spawned before you. These ratchet hoes. But they're like. You cut out. They're like what? Lag Wars. We're playing Lag Wars. You heard of Guild Wars? This is Lag Wars. Sephiroth. They look like the uh, the Van. Have you ever seen Van Helsing? They look yeah. like the three brides from there. Okay, so Wookie described them as being beautiful. Vampire spawns are absolutely disgusting looking. Like, think of something you would see in Resident Evil. I'm not I mean, trying to have not, sex with them. I'm just saying they're not Resident Evil. Not bad. They have these, you know, they're dirty know. dresses. The one of them's. It's not just clothing, Wookie. Okay. They're absolutely nasty. Yeah, no, okay, That's I'm gonna true. have to side. They probably have right. all kinds of hepatitis, like. A, C, X, Y, all of them. I'm looking at them, they're not too dirty. Yeah, they just look like. They just have all kinds of hepatitis. You know, I'm looking at the D&D art though, it's like, they just look vampire-y, like pale right. skin, teeth and all that. Angular Why don't hit that? Why don't hit that? Yeah. It'd be a bad not, Again, I'm not going to. Wait, we catch vampire AIDS. Yeah, disease and poison. I'm, I'm literally immune to disease and poison. I just got that. He got the pirates from undeads, though. Yeah, I'm, I'm, it, it, disease and poison is disease and poison, no matter where I get it from. Oh my god. Oh god. I don't need a rare condom. I mean, I don't. I don't like that. God, no. I'm a monk. I'm supposed to be free and unfettered. If she gets pregnant, she gets pregnant. Monks aren't supposed to be, you know... D okay. What? Seems like you're insinuating something about my character, and I do not appreciate it. <laughs> I'm not insinuating anything. 
Monks are supposed to like abstain. That depends on your oath. What's Jesus your oath? Christ. Kensei. Hmm. Like the most violent besides like the killer. Yeah, I'm looking at the if you've ever seen the movie Van Helsing, they look the their CGI versions look cookier than the D D art. Also, if you're looking, I'm killing the one in the pink. If you guys just look up the characters, I'm going to say that's the one that died. The short one? No, the short one is the one in yellow. The one in pink. Is that yellow? Man, that's a really dirty yellow. Yeah. I guess I'll kill the short one. Wow. Yeah, I'm six feet. I can't have no short bitches. <laughs> Oh, God. All right, so bringing it back in here. So all of the vampires spawn, like, pause momentarily as they sign the contracts uh, for a ceasefire, a truce, a armistice. Wait. I'm going to have Damien write, like, three or four more contracts like that. Just for later use. That's, That's fine. What we're doing? Uh, we're going to hey, let Truex take a quick them turn. And oh. then chain them. What do you mean? I'm sorry, Adrian. Have you not been beating and chaining people up? No. No. This is not BDSM fantasy. Have I right? chained somebody up? I'm, You've collared like it. six people. Have I? You have. Absolutely. Can you name the people? Because I honestly don't remember calling. So I remember the vampire, the butler, yeah, assorted randoms. The what? The assorted random people you just decided to do it to. I did it that to. That one seems a little flimsy. I did not do it to Gilmore. I've only done it to the vampire and the uh, butler. You've done it to other people. I have not done it to other people. I'm going to watch, to I'm, have I'm have to watch the VODs, but there was yeah, there was I absolutely more people. Sherlock Croc, no. was there anything you'd it like to do? Is there anything uh, you'd like to do towards the end of this year? Those people are free. Just investigate the room. Give me an investigation check, and without even needing to roll, <laughs> you see waves of darkness, like tentacles, ethereal, stretching out from the black coffin in the middle of this 50-foot by 50-foot marble room. Yeah, that's cool. What did I get with the 30? It just... For a moment, you can see through the darkness, through the black wood of this coffin, into... Madness itself. You know whatever's inside this coffin is emanating pure evil. Uh, Adrian, don't touch that coffin! Brother, windows oh. are there. It's kind of dusty. Oh, I'll ask the uh, brides. What's, what's the coffin? The master, of course. He is within the coffin. Do you all are Yeah, I figured presence. as much. Oh, weren't you in there? Is he still in there? Yeah. Well, that's bad. Alright, what does the lever do? Um, wait, 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 hold on. Who is their master? Uh, we don't know yet. Some type of vampire guy. We assume Dracula. Maybe. Possibly. Manservant said he was good looking. Had black hair. Vampire-ish. Yeah. We didn't get much info. Yes. So... What what's the lever do? Oh wait, no, I have an idea. Hold up. Uh frick. So like I was saying, we'll get your other windows? 
You guys are deep underground, and all you see around you are just uh, stone walls. In this particular room, it does go, uh, it has a high ceiling, but no um, no windows. The only thing are these three small alcoves, which um, these vampire spawn rose up from within. Like, how high are the ceilings we talking? About 50 feet. You can just make out the stone above you in the darkness. Cool. I'm going to... Uh, fire giant dude, Rocky, we take this key blade and uh, see if you can dimension door up to the ceiling and break it. You're you going to just... be falling for a bit, but if you could get like a good swing in on... Oh, I guess you could just throw rocks up there. That might be easier to do. You could also just it's... dimension door outside. It opens a door, so sunlight would just pour in. True, but then it would. Well, I guess you could do it from the outside then. Yeah, just dimension but, door outside, and then everything on that side of the door will just shine through. So sunlight. But it closes after a while. That's the thing. Yeah, but. All right, so fire giant dude, dimension door outside, and then just break the roof. Okay, I can think I can do that. Right, he said deep underground. How deep underground? So deep it put that ass to sleep. So I. Okay, a mile or so? Well, he said the thing's up 50 feet, so I mean, it can't be that far down. No, like, the space between, I thought, us and the roof was 50 feet. I thought, right? Give me a perception <laughs> we check. Just that low. Everyone trying to do the math in your head about how deep below this castle you are. Ten with a plus eight, so I rolled a two. That is not Pog. Uh, why, you know you guys are quite deep. Adrian, you know specifically you guys are hundreds of feet down into the earth, and judging by what this uh, castle's been built on, it could just be straight granite above you for a few hundred feet. Getting, uh, getting okay. a hole down this far is going to be difficult. Hundreds of feet? Or a hundred feet. Either way, too deep to break through. About a hundred feet, I'd say. Bro, that's what we got the fire giant for, my guy. Yeah, but like, he has nothing to dig. He can't just like shatter hundred, like a hundred feet of stone. Bro, he can't just hop. <laughs> Jump up and down. He can move earth, right? Yeah, we could just, we could keep him. And if the master's in there, just grab him. Dimension door is all outside. And then let him burn. Oh, that's true. If he's weak to sunlight. That's a man, that's It's a vampire. Of course it's weak to sunlight. Be true or something. Well, I guess it's time to like open the coffee. Oh wait, wait, no no, I wanna ask I asked the brides about the labor first. You're asking the brides what now? About the lever. What does it do? Oh, said there was a lever you pointed it out i said what does that do oh a lever i'm not a lever oh sorry excuse are me we, lever. are we nitpicking are we nitpicking pronunciation because i can we can start doing that oh god please no i don't want to open that fucking box i want to open the box 
what's in the box? <laughs> that movie was terrible. I mean, it was a great movie, but... Like, I want to fight a vampire. It's been some time since we've had an actual challenge. Ooh. Wait, we, we know this is a vampire, right? We know, yes. So could we ask the people, the vampire's weaknesses, like a stake to the heart? I mean, aren't those common knowledge? I'll be right back. I don't know how what you make us wrong. Like when it comes to things like werewolves or vampires or like your general monsters, people like usually know what the weaknesses are. Yeah, again, I don't, I don't know what uh, what keeps. It's like household stuff, like how you throw salt at ghosts and stuff. Also, if your intelligence is over 10, you know basic facts about vampires. Stake to the heart, sunshine, running water. Okay. Oh, so. yeah, boy. I, I just barely made it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, um, I, I think um, they're pretty. They hate oranges. <laughs> I hate that stuff. Citrus. Yeah, man. Oranges? I can't stand it. Uh, you, um jigger the uh, lever on the side and a uh, portcullis closes the outside of the room. It comes down. No, no, I didn't want to, I didn't want to, I didn't move the lever. I made that very clear. I said I want to ask the brides what it does. Uh, uh, it closes the door. Alright. Will that Thank wake up you. the, the, uh, the master? Why are you so soft? I keep turning you up and you still soft. What are you asking the uh, vampire spawn? Alright. Alright, we'll see. would awaken the vampire lord. Oh, well, I don't think that's a very good idea. Could disturbing the master might not be a, uh, against his wishes. He might be angry with you. Oh, no. oh you're still. Yeah, I don't ask him. Ask the, the pretty ladies. Oh, Cyrus starts like uh, backing up out of the room, uh, still facing you all, but slowly edging away. Uh, the vampire spawn. You ask them. Um, sorry, man, you're a little soft for me. I, I know I've asked you three times to repeat yourself here, but what what are you trying to ask these vampire spawn? Can you hear me normally? I can normally hear you, yes, but you've gotten a little bit softer. In fact, I'm saying game, your milk volume's can been up and me. down. Oh, yeah, I can hear you just fine. Don't worry about it. Alright. No, it's not that. I was just. If it was rough for you, I would have to change something. I don't. Uh. Alright, so I was saying, can I. Uh. Well, already, you already told me the answer when I asked the, them, so I'll, I'll look to see if we have anything made of wood, like a uh, torch or something, and just sharpen it to a stick. Yeah, you're able to fashion a, a make to uh, stake oh. out of the debris here, sure. And I'll, I'll tell the uh, the brides to stop that guy from leaving. So I'll ask the brides to stop that guy from leaving. You don't have to repeat yourself, I heard ya. Oh, I... Confirmation. Yeah, I... Fine. Soft, so I uh, one of them 
turns into a pile of rats and scurries in two separate piles up and around uh, to behind Cyrus, and then the pile mounds up on top of itself back into a vampire spawn and puts a hand on his, Cyrus's shoulder. It goes into the fur, and he uh, he starts to purr audibly as the vampire spawn pets the back of his uh, the small of his neck. That's kind of gross. That's kind of cute. Oh, uh, I'll, I'll tell Cyrus to sign a contract. Oh, no, no. I'm not able to read. It's not, I'm not sure what I'm signing. Yeah, but the, the vampire price I did, they're okay. So why don't you just sign it? Give me a deception check, please. No, I didn't. I'm not lying. They signed it and they're fine. I feel like you're uh, leading him astray by trying to have him sign a contract and pretend it's, um, oh, fine. Oh, okay, I'll, um, I'll sign it, but I'm really not sure what uh, I'm agreeing to here. Oh, uh, do you just, have a pen? Uh, just bite your finger, a little bit of blood, sign it with that. Okay. Gives himself a little bit of a nibble and, uh, like smears blood across the bottom of the agreement. What are his hands? Like, what type of hands does he have? <laughs> Let me see. He's got one clawed hand. I remember that from the picture. Is it Cyrus? Cyrus Bellevue. Bell. Oh! More specifically, does he have paws? He does have a paw. Oh, God. He has beans. He's got one paw that he's holding the lantern up in. Still the only source of light. <laughs> Did we not hear Adrian just say he's got beans? <laughs> hey, he's got a couple of bean hands. Oh, yeah, boy. Beans. Very Powerpuff Girls. No, as in beans, as in the little paws. Like, you know, like the bottom of like oh. cat's feet. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those. Yeah, and you look, uh, and for the first time you notice that they're bright pink. They got to be so soft. I'm touching. Don't, uh, don't yeah, touch this like, guy. You him like the entire time. I didn't know he had beans. <laughs> it would have been a completely time. different story had I known. You grab one of his paws and, like, start to uh, rub it in one direction with the fur. And um, he was doing this odd purr before, and now he's slapping one of his feet. Cool, yeah. Wait, can I sharpen a torch into a stake while this is happening? Yeah, you got it. Are you making another one? Uh, We only need to drop one. Was, yeah, I might as well. We only need one. Oh, because you already... I'm just okay. What do you mean? Because you had already asked to do that, so I was just assuming we're making another one in this time. Oh so. no, I just I didn't want that to be forgotten. I just want that done while this is happening. Yes, you have acquired the stake. Sweet. I'm gonna go up to the coffin. Can I see inside it? You look within the coffin. You, it's still closed at this point. You want to open it up? Was it not open before? No. It was closed when we got in here. Oh, the the branches climbed out. No, they, they came up from the ground. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. we're in these separate alcoves over here. 
Wait, I'll tell them. Uh, I'll ask them if we open it, will the guy like instantly kill us? Well, I'll be honest with you. I don't think he's in there currently, but we shouldn't be disturbing the master's sleeping area. He'll know, and he'll be very angry with us. Oh, so I want to open here, it. He's not here. We we should just leave and wait for him to come back. Adrian, you throw it open. No, no. I want to open the box. I want to. I want to hold Adrian back. But the unknowns need to be known. Can I uh, and Adrian give me strength checks? Can I tell? Uh, can I just punch Adrian? You said you wanted to hold her back. Go ahead and try and hold her back. Wow, you might actually succeed in holding her back. Yeah. What the fuck? Never mind. (laughs) She doesn't even notice as she breezes right past you. Can I, or can I, can I punch her instead? You yeah, punching you like... me doesn't do anything. <laughs> All right, but can I, can I do it? You reach out and try and give her like, um, you like try and trip her up, and she kicks your foot out of the way without even noticing. She's just like got shins of rock, um, and you kind of have to. Ow! 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 ow. Adrian, you put both oh, hands on wanna... this coffin. <laughs> And you feel let me let me punch him. The energy surge through you as yeah, you okay, rip yeah. off the top of the coffin. No, 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 no. Why throw the punch? Okay. Go ahead and throw the punch, dude. I'll I'll punch you and then I'll stunning strike. Well, it doesn't hit. So. Oh, what the fuck! Open the coffin. Say, I'm just gonna like bust it open. And inside, you see a man, tall, handsome, all oh, the hair to me. folding around his shoulders. At this point, so I have three talk, vampires. Like spawns. Castlevania, Alucard looking guy, or. Yes. Alucard, Alucard so, yeah, from yeah, yeah. Helsing? No, no, not that Alucard. Alucard from the new Castlevania series on Netflix. I. Prefer oh, the uh, the one you're talking about, though. So Alucard with black hair. Oh, okay. I, I thought Alucard was Dracula. Not gonna lie. I think he kind of hot though. Yeah. No, I mean, I mean, I thought he was actually Dracula, not Dracula's son here. Yeah, yeah but... you would have seen though, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, it's like I... I think after season three, he is kind of becoming the new Dracula, from what I've seen happen. Mm, yeah, but oh, after he's I been guess... in hell for a season. Season three was all just sex. I mean, so to be horny. fair, Dean Winchester was in hell for like what forty years. Alcard is just pussy. Fair enough. You push the black mahogany coffin uh, off the top of this thing, and you reveal a tall, handsome man sleeping softly. Strong, angular uh, features of his face is framed by dark, long hair that falls around his shoulders. You would say that he looks noble. And then something pierces your soul. And his eyes flicker open and you meet them. The eyes, they are deep and they denude a well of information so deep, deeper than the ocean. And the wisdom is beyond a natural human's. 
Slowly, he raises up out of the coffin, hovering a few feet in the air, and then turns at the hip to stand vertically and lightly settles to the ground. He extends both his arms open in almost an uh, open embrace as if to welcome you into a hug and says to you all, Welcome to my castle, heroes. Can I turn to the bride to see? Bitches lied to me. <laughs> the man before you ripples like a mirage and begins to boil away into a pile of rats that breathe and expand, covering the floor, crawling up the walls and falling down into itself as it hits the ceiling, spreading over the entire ground, leaving an empty suit of armor lurching slowly towards you all. Hey, hey, you, um, turn to the brides. If we die, kill yourselves. And if you try to run, kill yourselves. <laughs> oh no. And if he somehow finds a way to get you guys out of here, kill yourselves. And don't tell anybody about this command. Alright, fuck you guys. Lie to me. Going to need <laughs> everyone to roll up some initiative as you all are bared down on by shadows and rats. Is Rocky okay? Yes. Rocky is backing up slowly. He doesn't like rats. How can he not like rats? They're so small compared to him. They're ants. Look, Belle used to take a bucket and fill them with rats and then put it on my head. I don't like rats. Lame, rats are still fucking disgusting. I, I, I kind of feel somewhat hurt. I take that personally. I have a pet rat. And a rat, well, your rat's dirty too. How is he dirty? He's pampered. And their rats are probably the most fucking dirty animals there are. No, they're dirty. Name, name a dirtier animal besides maybe a pig. Exactly. Rats are fucking disgusting. They're bags of infection and disease. Not Jeremy, though. Jeremy's alright. No. Jeremy's, Jeremy's disgusting, too. Well, look, I mean, he is, you know, he is what he is, but for who he is, he's done better than his peers, and I respect look, that. Look, 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 you could take a piece of shit and throw bleach on it. Wow. It's technically clean. It's still shit. I don't know if I agree with that. Is Am I wrong? It's technically clean, but it's still shit. But did you die? All right. It's Are shit. bugs also included? or No, animals. Bugs... Vultures. The vultures aren't. Vultures have blood. Ravens do. Guts. Ooh, I don't think ravens are di dirtier. No, they. Not. If you're talking about disease-wise, ravens and vultures are dirty. Vultures, yeah, but ravens. Ravens do carry diseases. You mean crows or ravens? Actually, both. Because I know crows, crows more are so disgusting. Yeah, but ravens. I don't. Ravens. I don't think they're bad. Maybe. They're not look, as bad as crows, but they're yeah. still bad. Yeah, but they're Maybe not as bad as rats. Crash birds and pigeons. Yeah, pigeons are also pigeons are adorable. I love how how. Why are they, they so pudgy? Because they they're pudgy always fuck. fucking eating. You know, you, you know what I found out that all that, all how they look so pudgy—that's muscle. 
What? Like a lot of it's muscle. Pigeons <laughs> ripped. No, like it literally because uh, I watched like a Wildcats episode or something like that when I was younger, and they, they were flying. It was like, yeah, pigeons. They pigeons don't have that. How could they? Right? That's either that's a lot of they have like a thin layer of fat for, like, uh, you know, like cold protection stuff like that, but not a lot. And most of that is muscle to let them fly and fight, like beat each other with their wings and stuff like that. They got pigeons out here beating each other. No, pigeons are apparently they're strong as fuck. They're like one of the strongest birds. They're still prey animals, but they they can fight. That's that's really badass. I got a lot more respect that's for the pigeon. Cool. I want a pet pigeon. Like, dang, that's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, it's like, like as you see pigeons all the time, and I'm thinking, oh, those are some stupid looking birds. Like they're so derpy. Same. But then you learn, oh yeah, they're beating ass. Yeah, I don't think that it's the thing though, because they're still prey animals, so any like predator can kill them. But among prey, they're like one of the strongest birds, just because they've got so much fucking muscle. I think and people I, race pigeons like across countries, like they release large amounts of pigeons, and then they just have them raised for a while. Like it's a whole thing in France. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking it up real quick, just so I, I, I know I'm proven right. Yeah, rats are fucking disgusting. They carry hantavirus, lepto. Leg, yeah, I can pronounce this shit. There's like four different diseases with six different words. I can pronounce antivirus, lepto, S P I R, leptos, leptosclerosis, leptosclerosis. Thank you. No idea uh, what that is. Lymphocytic, uh, lymphocytic, choriomeningitis, choriomeningitis. Yeah, I'm not going to bother. <laughs> <laughs> Lympho Lymphocytic choreomeningitis. Yeah. And Lymphocytic choreomeningitis. Tularemia uh, and salmonella. And these are Dang from it. pet rats. These are the cleaners. These are regular pet rats? Wow, really? Yeah. The, uh, their disease concerns from both wild rats, mice, and pet rats, mice, hamsters, dribbles, guinea rabbits. pigs, rodents, and rabbits. So just rodents in general. Yeah, they're fucking disgusting. Well, that makes all of those animals disgusting. What are you talking about? Yeah, it's not it, just rats. Okay, then say all rodents are disgusting. Rats are part of them. Yeah, right? all I, are. So I don't consider them disgusting because that's an entirely different word from what they are. They are nice animals, but they are disease-ridden. That's a given. Rice and rats and rat rice. Goddamn, rats and mice are known to spread more than thirty-five diseases. I mean, they can do that. It's cool, but like, <laughs> it don't right. make them disgusting. It absolutely does. I, I said they're bags of filth and disease, and this proves it. They're not dirty. They they carry the plague. That's pretty. Dirty. Do they? Yeah. They, yes, they do. Scientifically, they absolutely yes, started the plague. <laughs> I don't think they're rats specifically, disgusting. but the ticks that we're eating and feeding on the rats do have a bubonic plague. No, they, they got it, and then they spread it to the rats, and then the rats bit humans, because they were starving. And a, a group of rats, like a pack of rats, will attack a human if it's hungry enough. They're fucking... I they're read 1984. I know. I yeah, no, I've, nice I read a uh, book, like a Nazi wrote, when he, about him joining the fight, and he was talking about how... Mein Kampf, my favorite book. No, that was not it. Uh, it was him going to war, More and he was talking about how people. he was attacked buy rats because they were just that hungry you're probably they talking about Ernst Younger method where they put rats in like bowls or cages and heat them up so they can eat through the person when they try to get away yeah, yeah. I saw Fast and Furious that was That's Fast and cool, Furious though. 
yeah, that was a Fast and Furious. Jesus. I never watched a Fast and Furious movie. That was the I'm third just, one. I'm really cool on, like, the torture methods they had back in the day. Like, a lot of that stuff's pretty fascinating when you're like, when did they think of the time to, like, figure out they can do oh this stuff? Oh, my God, the Assyrians, my favorite. I think my personal favorite is, uh, I think they called it a pear. Basically, like, this metal apparatus thing that they I know this. put into I, a person's I, mouth I like and, this like, one. twist it open. Oh, you, you, um, yeah, it was any orifice. I uh, specifically heard yeah. about the pear being used on women. Yeah, it can be used on women who they considered infidelous or whatever. Yeah. But like, it's used on just about anybody because I guess primarily women it was used on. There was also like a uh, pyramid thing that they split the person down the middle on. Oh my god. Hide their oh, yeah, that, ankles. That was for sure. And they put weight on ankles, and then they just started pulling them down. Why? Since we did uh, successfully uh, kill a torturer, what's your favorite torture technique? Uh, favorite? I don't really have a. I'm not that type of person. Most effective. Which part are you more partial to? No, no, just like anything. If if I were to be that type of person, just anything effective. Like there's tons of shit. Usually just cutting somebody up. Well, it depends on what you're trying to do. If you're talking more psychological torture, they have. We need okay. confessions. No, if you want to torture somebody torture, psychologically, you can boarding. absolutely get their family. That's the most efficient way for most people. Yeah, yeah. that's horrible. Yeah. yeah. Any loved ones, right? That's really effective. They have no one. Their whole was job it? was meant to be like secluding themselves in the event that they would have to get tortured and that somebody else could be used to get Then them. cut off their Having genitals and feed it to them. That usually, that sounds pretty what? efficient. That's yeah, not torture. I mean, that's it Wednesday. seems like there's more pain than anything. Yeah, but if you, you're talking about psychological torture, somebody would have cut off your dick and balls and feed it to you, okay? <laughs> I'm getting a shriek vibe. Yeah, don't think yeah. I'd enjoy it. Maybe yeah. it's because I don't have like a dick involved that I don't see. If somebody cut off your tits and feed it to you. Cut off my clit. I don't give a shirt. It's still not too concerning. It's it's it's, it's not too bad until you have to eat parts of yourself. Yeah, I mean, that, I'm that, fine mm. with that. Right, like my dick sounds, it sounds terrible, wrong. but bit of an outliner when it comes to things like that. I'm, I'm genuinely starting to think there's something wrong with how I think about stuff. No, it's, that's the thing though, like it doesn't sound too bad, like I, I'm not too worried about eating my own, you know, CMB, it's whatever, but if somebody were to start feeding me it, that, that'd be the issue. Just like, I, I read a book about that once, it was like a guy cut pieces off of his a victim and then slowly fed it to him. And that's that's all he had to eat. And, you know, yeah, that's work. torture. So if you're starving someone and forcing like them to subsist off of themselves. Yeah, no, but you can't. That's the thing. Human meat isn't like super nutritious or super sustainable. Like, it will. Well, it depends on the type of person. I think I've brought this up once before, but like the healthiest people you can eat are usually late 20s to early 30s women who are like fit, about uh, body huh. fat to muscle ratio of. Yeah, but that's 30s. the thing. Not even, it's not just simple as cut somebody off and eat them. Like if somebody if you eat somebody somebody raw, you're throwing up. It doesn't matter how fit they are, how good, how healthy they are. You're throwing up because their that skin, stuff like that, it's not going to be digested properly. That's why even like the cannibals have to cook people, right? Even you know, you can't eat raw people. Same way you can't eat raw meat. But raw people is worse because the hormones and stuff like that we have usually in our food fuck us up. Right, you, so you have to cook somebody to be able to properly eat them because skin is 
very resistant. Same, I mean, it'd be the same as eating like animal hide. You can't digest it. Maybe you can't. You can't digest it. Doesn't mean you're throwing it back up though. If, if you you won't get nutrients nutrients out of it though. If you can't digest it, you're shitting it out or throwing it up because your body yeah, can't handle that properly. But you won't starve. Well, you'll feel like you're starving. You, I mean, no, you, you'll absolutely starve because if you can't digest it. I mean, you eat muscle and stuff like that, maybe. But if you can't digest it properly, then you're not getting any nutrients, nothing like that out of it. So you're just either shitting it out or throwing it up. You can't. It's just going to be chunks going through. You'll slowly starve to death like that. Oh. That does seem like a good concept, though. Yeah, my, my worst fear is probably like rape. But that's, I mean, losing I my fingers or something like that would be bad, too. Like anything that would permanently affect my ability to live, like crippling. Sir, I don't want to go to jail. You know what they do to me in jail? I mean, yeah, I guess like I can see how that'd be upsetting in some sense. If you go to More jail, so you get man. anally raped. And I'm not getting anally <laughs> raped, Sarah. I think, honestly, uh, it sounds like homophobic or something like that to say, but if I was gay, I don't think it'd be as big a deal. It's like a woman, like, like sticking my dick for vagina. Like, it, it'd be disgusting, but I'm not going to be like, I would be broken for life from it. Like, if I were younger, maybe, but even if, like, I totally EOT disagree with you like, here. I'm going to completely disagree. There is no difference between the violation of a man and a woman. There is. There is oh, the whole in terms of mental abilities, but I'm saying for me personally, like if a UFC fighter were to come up, I don't know, like imagine Nunez were to come up and I would say, no, I don't want to have sex. She beat the shit out of me. Give me heart. Then like hump me till I finish. I don't think I'd be as traumatized as if a guy were to do it. Right. Cause that's still, that'd still be, you know, it's like super rough sex to me. It'd be like, it's still horrifying, but I don't it's think it'd be as bad. It's more dominating it in terms of a male doing it than a female. Like, I guess if, like, completely incapacitates the person or, like, ties them down or something. But, like, it's usually females are supposed to get like And a lot of guys, they're, like, ask them and they're like, oh, I got rid of a few months. I'm never going to I'm fine. I agree with this now. Because, again, it's just, real, to me, at least, it's really rough. I mean, it's still horrifying because you be, I think that's the worst part. you getting overpowered. Right, somebody taking that control away from you. I think that's always a bigger thing for like dudes or something, because like naturally they want to be like in control it, it, of a lot of It depends of stuff, so if they're you know tops or bottoms or whatever, but it's just, that's the strongest, I guess. Or maybe I just don't know a lot about how other people are supposedly doing things. I mean, it's like if a gay guy's at the bottom, he's fine being on bottom, but I still don't think he'd be fine being raped. Right? Yeah, he it's wouldn't just, be fine with that. Yeah, obviously. Like, yeah, it's again. That's just my mentality. Cause if I were like, if I were younger and like a grown woman, something would overpower me. It'd be horrifying, right? At a young age. But as I got older, I'm like, if again, like, well, men doing this is kind of fine. But like, if we're, you know, I don't call any specific names for ugly UFC fighters. Let's say, you know, a UFC fighter who's hideous came and beat the shit out of me and did what she did. It'd be, it'd be, it still suck. But I don't think I'd be as bad, right? Like, my biggest fear is, like, just pain. Like, I don't think there's anything besides my family, maybe, and, like, my girl that I'd be, like, willing to experience that pain for. It's like, why? Like, my, maybe my pets, too. Yeah, maybe definitely my pets, because I like my pets more than some of my family members, but... Oh, dang. Same. I mean, it's just... a combination of, like, the previous thing said, then, having your family 
killed in front of you and having to subsist off of them. That would make me horny. Yeah. That might break a person. Depends on which mm. family member. Yeah, my the core for me though, I think just be somebody feeding me me. Like just cutting pieces off of me, having me chained up, something like that, and just feeding me that as I slowly lose like because again, I, I'm really I work out a lot because I, I like being fit. I read a quote by a plate or something like that or stop some someone Gilmore's glorious goods come on down to Gilmore's glorious goods we have all the wonderful things you'll need for your adventure whether it be potions regular superior and greater available and we also carry a variety of bags of holding for your storage needs yes Gilmore's has everything you could possibly desire so come on down to Day to Gilmore's glorious goods. We're sure that one of the Gilmores will be able to help you out with whatever your heart desires. Yes, Gilmore's been in business for a glorious time. Yes, uh, here at Gilmore's, uh, your satisfaction is our heart's content and our only desire. So please, drop into Gilmore's today. Introducing COVID Plus. Recently single, looking for a dating opportunity? Recently tested positive for COVID-19? COVID Plus is the new dating app that you need to meet other singles in your area who have also tested positive for the coronavirus. Yo, I got tested for coronavirus and guess what? I'm positive. Got the nasal swab and the antibody test and I just don't give a fuck. I'm rolling around. Apparently, I'm asymptomatic. Whatever that means, holla at your boy if you ready to swipe right. I am telling on uh, COVID Plus. I'm so happy with COVID Plus. I found my bet within like 20 minutes and he didn't work out necessarily, but bay number two has been treating me so well. I love COVID Plus to all my friends too, and they're all testing positive as well. And I'm really thinking this is positive. I love COVID Plus. Yes, yes, all the kids are raving about COVID Plus, the hot new dating app that's guaranteed to make you run a fever. Yes, COVID Plus. COVID Plus is not liable for anyone who's tested after or before this test or before using this limited liability LLC COVID. COVID Plus. When you're hot and horny and positive, you need to get some action. COVID Plus.